You're listening to episode 308 of the Membership Guys podcast, and I've got some bad news for you. This is going to be a boring, boring episode. But before you rush away, before you switch away, it's also going to be a super, super important episode. So I'm going to try my best to make it quick, try my best to alleviate the boredom. But there are some boring but very important things that you need to know when running your membership. I'm going to dive into them in just a sec. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. Well, hello there. Welcome to the latest episode of the Membership Guys podcast. I've got to tell you, I'm already regretting that cold open. It's not often that you'll do an open to a podcast in which you tell people how boring that episode is going to be. But uh, yeah, the truth is, I always speak the truth with you. I'm always straight with you. The things we're going to talk about today, they're kind of, they're kind of boring. Um, to some people, they're not. To some people, it's their life, it's their livelihood. But And if we were just talking about one of these areas, then, you know, it, we could make it fun, especially if, you know, we brought on a specialist in one of these fields. But when we're running through a list of seven of these types of topics that we're going to talk about, it, 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 yeah, it gets, it, it gets boring. It's boring. It, it's a little bit boring. But these are super important things. I'm using the term super important everywhere we're talking about this podcast, by the way, just as though the prefix of super will um, will balance out the boring. But this will be a quick episode. We're going to go through it at pace um, so that we can all come out the other side smiling. So the first boring thing that we need to be on top of, we need to be aware of in your membership business is legal stuff. So there's certain legal elements related to your membership site you may want to think of. So even things like terms and conditions on your sales page, covering things like money back guarantees, covering um, certain privacy laws, covering uh, various kind of legal requirements for the particular country your company is based on, how refunds are dealt with, uh, access to the site, how that's managed if you need to cancel someone's membership in advance, why that might be, how that's dealt with. All those kind of T's and C's are things that we we need to tick the box on these. We need to make sure we have those kind of things in place. And if you have a membership where you are bringing in guest experts and they're creating content for you, then again, this is an area where we need to make sure we have our bases covered in terms of the agreements with those guests. You need to address things like intellectual property rights. So if someone creates a workshop for you, is it your intellectual property or is it theirs? Can they take it away and do the same talk for your competitor? Can they record that workshop as they deliver it and then sell it on their own website? All these kind of things under that heading of legal stuff need to be considered. Now for things like terms and conditions, then, of course, if you need something custom, if you've got a particularly uh, complex membership setup, then best course of, or best advice, best place to go is to a lawyer. And this, this applies to all pretty much the things we're talking about. If you have the budget, if you have the ability, 
go to someone who is qualified and specialist in this area and pay them a chunk of money to just do everything right for you. The reality is not everyone's going to be able to do that. And so for things like terms and conditions, there's great resources like Terms Feed. So that's Terms, T-E-R-M-S, Feed, F-E-E-D.com or Termageddon, T-E-R-M-A-G-E-D-O-N.com. These sites can actually help you generate terms and conditions that you can then go away and use on your site and they'll there's a degree to which they can tailor them based on specific aspects of how you run your business so if you can pay a lawyer or if you've got a particularly complex business setup where really these kind of services won't do the job for you then go off pay a, a, a lawyer to take care of this However, if you're on a budget, if you're just getting started, then those alternative services might be worth a look. And if you are working with guest experts, if you're a member of Membership Academy, we recently did a workshop all about working with guest experts in your membership. And as part of that, we have a sample guest agreement, a contract that you can utilize that takes care of a lot of the things we've talked about regarding, you know, the intricacies of that working relationship. Again, If you've got a more complicated membership, maybe you've got a whole faculty of experts that are essentially employees, you're going to want to pay a specialist to create something bespoke. But if you're an academy member and you have guest experts, make sure you check that workshop out for that sample agreement. So that's boring thing number one, the legal stuff. Boring thing number two, the tax stuff. Um, Specifically, when it comes to online memberships, Digital VAT is probably the biggest, most boring and complex development in the world of tax for online products over the past few years. Though I say a few years, it was 2015, it was introduced and still people struggle to really figure out should they charge VAT in all these different countries? Do they need to apply these new laws to their membership or is it exempt? Again, with this, it's very well worth speaking to an accountant, um, particularly when it comes to things like your business structure. What's the best structure for your business, partnership, LLC, limited company, what have you, uh, about specific tax laws, because the rules that apply to your business will be different according to your country, and certainly in the US might even be different according to your state. So seek actual qualified advice from an accountant. For digital VAT, which is one of the big ones that a lot of people running memberships struggle with, there's a fantastic Facebook group I recommend joining for input, advice, and insight on that. The name of the group is literally just Digital VAT 2015. You can search it out or go to facebook.com slash groups slash digital VAT 2015. That's a good place to discuss that particular tax That's not the only tax consideration, but it's definitely one of the ones that online membership owners tend to struggle with the most. Certainly, certainly advisable to get an accountant on board, not just from the get-go to help you make sure you set your membership up correctly, but also ongoing to make sure that all your tax and reporting obligations are met. It'll save you a lot of time and also make sure that you don't make any missteps that could get you into any trouble later on down the road. The third boring but super important thing to know about and to have your basis covered for is data protection and privacy. And this is where those four wonderful letters that we're all tired of come in, GDPR. Now, we've actually got a great article all about GDPR for membership site owners over at the membershipguys.com slash GDPR. 
I would recommend you check that out because that gets into real specifics about how GDPR um, and data protection rules within that apply to memberships, what you need to do, resources that will help you to make sure that you're doing everything right. So head over to themembershipguys.com slash GDPR. I'd also recommend as well, there's a fantastic expert on um, data protection, online privacy and GDPR in particular uh, by the name of Suzanne Dibble. Suzanne Dibble, D-I-B-B-L-E. She has a great Facebook group, GDPR for Online Entrepreneurs. Check that group out if you've got any questions. And Suzanne has resources and templates and various services that can help you on that front too. That we don't get a kickback. You don't need to tell her we sent you. She won't know who we are. (laughs) But yeah, Suzanne is an expert on this stuff. So if you've got any questions, check that out. But make sure you take a look at our uh, article, themeasureguys.com slash GDPR. If this is the first you're hearing about GDPR, if you've not heard about requirements around spam and data protection, then now you know. Look it up. Make sure you're covered. It's super important. It's boring, but it's super important. The next boring but super important thing to think about is insurance. So a lot of people who are running online memberships, we're largely dispensing advice. We're teaching people. We're giving our advice on how they should do things. We're giving them strategies. We're giving them, you know, templates to use, tutorials on how to do X, Y, and Z. But when you're dispensing that kind of advice that someone might be going away and implementing in their business, implementing in their lives, then there's an element of liability there. There's a liability that someone might follow your advice and their business implodes or their life implodes or, you know, they don't get desirable results then maybe lose money or what have you this isn't something that's going to happen day to day but it's something you're probably going to want to make sure you're protected against with professional indemnity insurance so this is the type of insurance that basically covers you in the instance that someone follows your advice does what you tell them to do and they suffer a loss because of it, and then they want to sue you for giving them bad advice. Um, the, the the notion that that would happen is ridiculous. It's understandable. There's certainly um, industries and there's certainly examples where you can see that's happened before. But, you know, for, for you and I, the situation's not going to come up probably ever uh, unless you're, you know, willfully misadvising people. However, better be safe than sorry look into getting professional indemnity insurance generally will not cost much at all obviously it's going to be different depending on where you are but it's a relatively low cost insurance in most cases if you are doing things like sending out uh, materials sending out welcome packs sending out equipment you might also or you probably also need to look into public liability insurance as well because you know if you send out um, a branded pen that is part of the welcome pack you sent to all new members. And uh, there's a uh, there's a clip on that pen that is loose. Someone is chewing on the pen, the clip goes down the throat and they choke. You might find yourself liable for that, rightly or wrongly. They might decide to take action against you for sending them a rubbish pen. That led to them, like, choking and or dying then they're not going to obviously sue you but you know what i mean shouldn't make light of that but if you're sending anything like that to people or if you're doing anything where you're bringing people into a workshop or an event or anything like that 
public liability insurance would need to come in there as well. Again, speak to an insurance advisor, preferably one that deals in business insurance uh, for some insight into that as well. If you're in the UK, um, we use a company called Hiscox, not just because the name sounds a little bit naughty, a little bit rude, and I'm an immature schoolboy, but also because they're just good, um, because we uh, we found their range of insurance that they um, that they list is actually it's pretty extensive and um, they they seem to have a good grasp of like online businesses and so on so that's who we use I've used them man since 2010 even with when freelancing and consulting through to the agency and now through to um, the membership guys and membership academy so if you're in the UK that's who we use um, obviously that's not me providing advice it's just me telling you who we use and they've been great and they're affordable and take care of all the covers that we need so maybe check those out again there's no kickback on that that's not a, a loaded recommendation all right the fifth boring but important thing to know about is intellectual property and copyright particularly protecting your own intellectual property and copyright the openness and accessibility and freedom that the internet provides, unfortunately, leads to a sense of entitlement and leads to a, a general sense that it's, if, if it's on the internet, it's fair game. If you've written a blog article, it's not that big deal if someone just copies and pastes it and changes a few bits. Uh, if you've recorded a podcast, it's fine if someone basically takes the main points and types them up into a blog and maybe add some of their own thoughts. Or, you know, if you've created a worksheet that is inside your membership, it's okay to basically, you know, take that, put your logo on it and give it to your members. People think that way. They don't realize that you can't do that stuff, that that is copyright theft, that that is theft of intellectual property. And the thing is, most online membership owners, we are selling our intellectual property. We are in the information business. We are selling our knowledge, selling our experience, selling our expertise. And so we want to fiercely protect that intellectual property to make sure that we're not getting ripped off, that people aren't just joining your membership, copying everything, putting it into their own membership and profiting from your hard work. It just does not work like that. So there's a couple of podcast episodes I recommend checking out. The first of those is the membershipguys.com slash 198. That's all about what to do if someone's stealing your content. And also check out episode uh, 237, the membershipguys.com slash 237, uh, where I share a story about a particular situation where someone did just come into our membership and just start taking stuff and passing it off as their own and thinking that that was perfectly fine and even getting offended when we called them on it. Um, yeah, it's a crazy story if you want to add a little bit more to that <laughs> to, to that understanding of how to deal with intellectual property theft. So it's boring, very important for membership owners. Next boring but important thing, handling payment disputes. So boring, so boring, but... It's something you're going to need a process for dealing with. It's something you will encounter as a membership owner. So you need to make sure that you are equipped, that you understand the process, you know what you need to do, and um, you deal with payment disputes efficiently. So you will have situations where people might ask you for a refund, you don't give the refund. They then go off to their um, their payment provider, so PayPal, or they might go to their credit card company 
and accuse you of fraudulently taking money, disputing the fact that you have charged them uh, money. It's not always as revenge for not giving them a, a refund. Sometimes it happens because people just didn't recognize the name on their bank statement. And instead of doing a little bit of, you know, Google foo and looking the name up, they file a fraud complaint. So all sorts of situations where this might happen, when you're dealing with memberships where you generally have a high volume of transactions, it's going to happen. You're going to get these coming up. Check out episode 227, themembershipguys.com slash 227 for the process to follow and some of the best practices to use when dealing with payment disputes in order to increase the chance that you win and you're not unfairly having money taken away from you for no good reason, but also being penalized and charged by your payment processes as well, which is the biggest annoyance when it comes to payment disputes, especially ones where they file a payment dispute because it's quicker for them to do it than just sending you a message saying, hey, could you refund me? It's like, I could have refunded you, but now, you know, you get your money back and we get charged an extra 30 bucks for, you know, having a payment dispute. And we get a black mark. Uh, annoying. Check out episode 227 uh, for more on that. Very annoying, very boring, but super important. And the good news is we're now at the seventh and final boring but important thing you need to know about and be on top of when you're running your membership, and that is website security. Oh, techie, boring stuff. Very, very important, particularly if you are using WordPress, as many membership owners are using. WordPress itself is not inherently insecure. However, it's the most popular content management system in the world. It powers a significant percentage of websites online. And so because it's big, because it's popular... So you need to stay vigilant. You need to follow some best practices in terms of how you operate day to day, how you access your site, who has access to the admin side, um, you know, discipline around passwords, as well as some technical stuff you can put in place in order to protect your membership site. The truth is more security issues for any type of membership, any type of product, any type of website come from human error. So you want to make sure that you are clued up on how to keep your membership site, particularly your WordPress site, secure. Thankfully, as always, we've got your back if you check out podcast episode 283. That's themembershipguys.com slash 283. Check that out. We go into specifics on what you need to have in place. We've got links and resources and all that good stuff that can help you lock your membership site down so that you don't have any security issues. And that's it. We made it. We made it through the boring stuff, but the super important stuff. Hopefully that wasn't too painful. Hopefully it wasn't too strenuous. Hopefully uh, we haven't sent any of you to sleep. Truth is, all of these things, every membership owner needs to be on top of them. But actually, most businesses just need to be on top of all this stuff. There are certainly some things that are more apt for memberships, like protecting your intellectual property, like dealing with payment disputes, and some of the specifics around taxation and all that sort of stuff. So this is just good business practice anyway. It's a sort of stuff that you can maybe kind of get away with not taking care of in the very early days of your business. But as things grow, as you start to get serious, as you start to scale and run this as a real business, you need to make sure you've got legal, tax, data protection, insurance, intellectual property protection, payment dispute processes, and website security firmly locked 
down. Hopefully this week's episode, while dealing with a lot of boring stuff, has been useful for highlighting the key things you need to think about, as well as pointing you in some of the right directions for getting this stuff taken care of in your business. I recognize that we've shared a lot of links, a lot of resources, a lot of um, tips to go back to earlier episodes for more in-depth exploration of these areas. If you want to get all of these links, rather than having to remember them all, or go back through the episode, just head to themembershipguys.com slash 308. That's the show notes for this episode. Every single past episode and every single website or Facebook group that we've mentioned will be linked in the show notes for this episode. Uh, So that's themembershipguys.com slash 308. You'll find everything you need there to get these boring but super important things taken care of in your membership. All right, that is me done. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, wow, you picked a... Uh, you picked a bad episode to start with. No, I'm joking. I, I am hoping that this episode has been uh, good and useful for you. And uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button to ensure you do not miss a single weekly installment of the number one show for membership site owners. If you're a long-term listener, you know what the deal is. I'm going to be back again with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast, delivering those proven practical tips and advice for growing your membership. And I'll catch you next week. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website's already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, step-by-step membership roadmap, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, as well as our supportive, active community that will help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership business. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.